Hey there, welcome to the Creative Metaverse Podcast. My name is Ryan Kingsline, and I'm the founder of Vertex School, where we train creatives for the career of their lives. In this podcast, we interview amazing artists and creatives working in film, games, and building the metaverse right now. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome everybody to the Creative Metaverse podcast. I am sitting with Jacob Clausen. He is the lead environment artist at Fall Damage and he's talking to us from Sweden and I'm in Austin, Texas. Welcome so much, Jacob. It's nice to meet you and talk to you in person. Um, How are you dealing with the uh, daylight situation in Sweden at the moment? Uh, I'm born into it, so uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes I'm actually looking forward to it. But uh, now in January, coming February, you start to get sick of it a little bit. But yeah, um, uh, we are getting brighter and brighter for every every day now. Yeah, quite, right. Quite fast. Yeah, it's. Oh, I, w- I would say for Swedish people, it's more about the the wet snow that started happening happening now. That's probably what we complain about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Jacob, I was hoping we could just start with um, hearing about your journey as an artist. You know, how did you figure out that this was the path for you? And, um, you know, and then finding your way to fall damage. Yeah, I can I can start from from the start uh, where where I got into art, and I would say uh, I probably started that uh, as a lot of people with uh, kind of wanted to do comic comic books and stuff like that on an early age. Here in Sweden, uh, Donald Duck is very big, mm. so uh, people like Don Rosa and Carl Barks from America was like big inspirations for me, and I, I kind of wanted to put. Uh, get in their footsteps uh but then when i got a little bit older so that uh, is like how you're how old around that time uh i would say this was maybe i start painting that stuff maybe at seven seven years old eight years old uh so i, I kind of uh, saw that uh, i did like a painting of a of a um, known uh, children's book here in Sweden called uh, Bamse, which is a little bit like Donut Duck for us. Uh, and then uh, started from there. And I noticed that people got, uh, like the adults got happy when they got paintings from me. So I started to paint kind of like uh, that stuff and Donut Duck. And then, yeah, Pokemon became a big thing. So started to paint that stuff. Uh, so a lot of uh, just mimicking stuff that uh, other people or myself was very into yeah and um this is all through i guess like your high school years uh yeah i would say like uh um um i think uh at at high school i kind of dropped out from from drawing a lot it kind of disappeared from me which i think happens for a lot of people or some people and um uh my first job was at a, uh, at a video rental store. Uh, so I, I was standing there and talking about movies every day and we got to rent movies for free. This was before Netflix. So it was still like 
quite a big thing to have like a large library of movies to pick from uh, every time I go home. Uh, so I became like a big movie buff. And I would say uh, that was probably the first time I was thinking of doing something creative. So I will start looking into to maybe become a, become a, a DP, like a cameraman or or maybe working in movie production somehow. Yeah. And this was uh, around high school, I would say. Okay, very cool. And um, what were your parents saying at the time? Were you telling them about your ideas of going into the creative world? Uh, I would say my, my parents have uh, never like seen it as a, as a problem or, or, yeah. or uh, I would say the other way around. They've been always supportive. I would say also in Sweden, uh, the nice thing here is that uh, that you basically go to high uh, to higher education for free, uh, so that that life choice is not as drastic, I would say, in Sweden. Uh, but um, for myself, I I kind of was a bit scared of picking movies because I I still wanted to have like movie ma the movie magic. And that's when I started to look towards video games uh, and yeah. learning that. Yeah, it's really interesting that what you're saying about very insightful about how your life choice isn't so drastic, you know, in other countries where maybe the arts are more supported mm -hmm. or um, higher education is more supported and funded because um, I guess, you know, all it is is you your time essentially right so you may pay for this education you may not like it not that big of a deal it's your time you may go and study something else um, as well so there wasn't a fear of what if I can't make money from this profession either for you it seems like yeah. a lot of artists yeah, seem to have that yeah I would say like uh I so so what I did was I uh, looked at uh, if there was any schools that was good for like uh, movies and I was a little bit towards because of my like uh, Disney fascination with like Donald Duck earlier I was kind of looking into maybe working for Pixar or something like that so my idea was to kind of learning 3D and we don't really have that that culture like movie 3D in Sweden. Uh, but we have a lot of uh, game education when it comes to 3D. So I picked that instead without really knowing what what a game artist does. So I, I, oh. I, I actually jumped in without having any clue what uh, what an environment artist is. I didn't know oh. that word. <laughs> and, and how uh, old were you? Uh, this was, I think this was like 22. I was 22. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I went on a limb. I, I felt like uh, like a lot of people, like I wanted to leave my my city, go on a venture to a new city. So it was a little bit that also, I think. But uh, for me, it was, uh, um, yeah, I always felt like I wanted to do some cre uh, creative stuff. Uh, but then uh, during, maybe during the time you did uh, education, of course, it was a little bit uh, fearful to, to I wouldn't say waste, but uh, spend so much time and then maybe not su succeeding. Right, right. So then you you find yourself into this game environment, uh, I guess, class, essentially. You never even heard what an environment artist is. And what happens then? Do you immediately become like hooked into it or was it a struggle at all for you? For me, it was kind of funny because 
I was maybe the biggest gamer. I I, I played a, like World of Warcraft when that came, and I was like a FIFA player, like yeah, soccer, football. So I was not the typical person there, maybe. So that was kind of interesting for me to to see all these different types of uh, other interests when it comes to video games. Um, so that opened up a little bit for me, which was very fun. Uh, but then it was uh, like our first year was very broad, I would say. It was uh, uh, testing out like animation, 3D, 2D, uh, and just getting familiar. Uh, but I would say I was lucky ending up in a group where we kind of um, decided to start our own company uh, during, during, during school time. And that became kind of like my main focus, maybe even more than than, than the education oh, that wow. happened the first year. So, <clears throat> so you go from being somebody who just has kind of a an interest in drawing. Would you even call yourself a fantastic, you know, illustrator or artist at that point? No, not at all. Like like I said, I had stopped drawing for two three yeah. years, so haven't picked up a pen, but. Uh, uh, I would say I was quite stubborn to 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 make it. So uh, that I I would say that probably showed that I I I went to the school every every weekend and sit there and and study my own stuff. Like uh, I got to hear about Polycount from some other ex students. So I start vis- visiting that page and starting to kind of uh, doing my own art uh, on the side also. And that kind of uh, yeah, made made some people that uh, wanted to start that small indie studio ask me if I wanted to join. Right, right. So they, um, so you guys basically decided to start your own game. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, your own studio. Yeah. So first year in our school, you also do like a small game project for ten weeks, and usually that's I would say it's more about like learning all the mistakes that can happen in a group. So usually not a lot comes out from, from those groups, but there was one group that that won uh, like the Swedish game awards for, for students. They like won in a one cut category and got some money. Uh, and that group maybe had uh, four, four people that wanted to stay and build that, that studio or built a studio around, around, around that win. So they kind of asked, we were about, I think, uh, 14 people uh, together that uh, started to, to have Sundays as our work day, basically, during, during university. So we were wow. sitting in, in the school, basically, was our office space. Wow. And what was, um, what was it like starting your own company? Uh, uh, it was scary, but the, uh, the, uh, for us, it was like we hadn't ever opened like a game engine. So it was wow. kind of our, our school education, I would say. Like wow. uh, first time using Unity and then, and then it started to become a little bit like, yeah, we have to start traveling to conventions, talking, finding finance. Uh, luckily, we had, I don't know if you have like incubators, if that's right. the word. Uh, but it's kind of like a like a, f- a government funded um, hotspot that kind of helps creating companies, and they have that in that city I was studying, and they were f- a part of that was focused on game development. Uh, they helped uh, um, creating the studio that did uh, 
uh, goat simulator uh, is probably the biggest one but now also i think uh, uh, valheim was there also uh, so uh, that city is a tiny city but it has like a game in in incubator with ha which has a lot of knowledgeable people and they 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 help with uh, like the finance uh, and after one year we got our own uh, office space also wow 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 so a little bit of um hard work and a little bit of luck just being in the right also just being in the right city and finding the right crew to get this set up with so um so you guys set up your own company you set up your own game and then what happens after that then how do you go to from there to your next job uh so we we worked on on our game called it was called ruin during the time and then it changed name to blast out and we worked on that uh, during the whole time in university and we got like a finance uh, so we had as uh, that place as a job uh, after school uh, so I worked there for two years uh, with salary and everything um, and then we released the game and I was uh, knowing before we released the game that uh, I wanted to try the bigger companies like I wanted to do the AAA of the industry uh, that was, was uh, what I spent my time during my uh, evenings when I came home from work uh, and this industry was more towards uh, stylized art so I I didn't have a portfolio because I had that job since school started um, right. so um, I would say like a half year before before I want I knew that I I'm going to start kind of um, sending out portfolio. I started to work quite hard on on like two scenes. I knew kind of I wanted to have two scenes to apply to. To uh, I wanted to go to Ubisoft, but that didn't end up happening. So it became Starbreeze, which is a quite large studio here in in Stockholm. Um, so yeah, I sent my application and they answered, and I I get to. Visit you, right? for the, yeah, I've got to visit Stockholm for the first time in my life. Oh wow! So, um, and then, uh, and then I moved here basically. Yes, fantastic. And then, but I was saying that you know you started at Starbreeze, and then Ubisoft wasn't um, far after that, right? No, so Starbreeze uh, worked on uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead, which was a uh, um, it was kind of funny to end up there because I, uh, having your own company, not knowing what you do, like I'm still learning 3D at the same time, kind of being HR at the same time, right. management, like uh, like uh, seeing that we have like fruits, like it was a lot for, for maybe also learning just the craft. So I was thinking, yeah, if I end up in a studio, it's gonna be just smooth sailing learning. I would say um, my first days there, I noticed that it's kind of like our studio, but with a, maybe a bit bigger budget because uh, I ended up uh, joining when it was maybe the worst time uh, because that the, like a year later from me joining that company filed, uh, uh, I don't think it it's called finding uh, bankruptcy, but they basically had to liquidize um, mm. and I, 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 I kind of saw that writing on the wall. So I knew that 
I have to look further uh, yeah, before that happens. So um, I, uh, yeah, I applied to, to Ubisoft that was looking for a vegetation artist, um, which is something I never, yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, how much experience did you have as a vegetation artist? So you're about to say, I was kind of funny because when Ubisoft called me, they were like, uh, yeah, we heard about you. Uh, uh, do you like doing vegetation? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we said, yeah, let's meet up uh, next week. Uh, and so I was like, oh, I might have to kind of learn vegetation this weekend. <laughs> so I sat and just um, did a lot of vegetation. I knew they worked on Avatar. So I made kind of like an avatar scene during that weekend. Uh, and I brought that to the interview. Uh, so I basically made an art, kind of brought an artist for them uh, because I asked myself, what would I like of a, of a person who is applying uh, to, to my company and, and, and something like that, uh, like forefront showing that you really want to go there. Uh, I thought that would be kind of a good thing and it worked out. Yes, that's so cool. Um, so what happened when you went in for the interview? What was it like? Did you just basically show your artwork and they said, okay, perfect, you're hired? Or did they want to know more? Uh, like, I think it was like five interviews in total with Ubisoft or something, uh, if I remember correctly. So it was, it was a longer process, but uh, uh, the first interview was a bit scary because it was like two people with 25 years experience. So 50 years experience together. So it was like uh, one that worked on Witcher and the other one was from Dice. Um, but you, you kind of feel uh, quite fast that they are talking your, the same language as you. And uh, it became more just a friendly chat about uh, art in general. And then I would say the, the main interview was talking to, to Simon Barley, who was the other vegetation artist on the project who I would kind of work under. Uh, so that interview was more, more kind of the, the main interview where I, um, yeah, kind of showed, show, uh, have to show that I was interested in, in, in the craftsmen of uh, vegetation. Right. But I didn't have to do an artist or so. Uh, that kind of what I brought with me worked as an artist. Uh, that was really, um, that was really smart of you. So were you intimidated though, talking to these people, even though you really only had like one major vegetation piece under your belt? Or were you kind of like, oh, we'll see what happens, you know, here's what I have to show. And if they like it, they like it. Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, like, um... Uh, Simon Bala was a name before. Uh, I kind of looked looked up to his stuff during uh, during university, so that was of course before a little bit nervous. But I would say I usually go quite hard with uh, uh, if they don't pick me, it's their mistake. Mm -hmm. Like I, I like to. I went in with that mindset with also. Uh, when I did Starbreeze. And uh, I think for me, uh, that's kind of like how I pushed myself. So uh, them not picking me, you would just fed the fire in me and kind of applied somewhere else basically. Or I kind of knew that, uh, yeah, I would end up somewhere. 
Um, so I, I, I didn't stress too much about it. Wow. So where does that confidence come from that you have? Oops. I don't. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, um, mm, it's a good question. Uh, I think uh, uh, if 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 you if you spend a lot of time on on the uh, kind of the art and stuff like that, you start understanding. You you kind of see the patterns, and it it uh, it's not so un uh, overwhelming anymore. Um, so it, that kind of disappears a little bit, I think. Um, and then I think um, Starbase was very nice for me because I kind of noticed that um, seniors and juniors and mid mid uh, level people are all kind of similar. Uh, some are more um, engaged in learning new stuff and some are less. Uh, some are more productive, some are less. Um, so it kind of takes away the 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 feeling of uh, I need to have thousands of years experience to 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 be able to to be there. Um, yeah, but I like what you said though, because you were saying something about you know the more I practiced, the more I saw the patterns, and then the less overwhelming everything seemed. Yeah, I think I think uh, mileage is uh, everything. Um, it's kind of funny, like uh, Ryan Kingsley, uh, he was a name for me when I studied. I, oh, my light just, should I turn on the light again? Oh, sure. I think it would, yeah, we'll go ahead and turn it on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> sorry about that. It sets on yeah. a timer. Uh, oh, no problem. So you were saying um, mileage. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, during my uh, time at university, uh, I remember a video from Ryan actually, where he talked about uh, kind of doing a sculpture and then just doing it one more time and one more time. And uh, when you have done that, uh, like the 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 eighth eighth one is gonna kind of uh, um, tell you exactly how how to do something. Um, and I know, uh, I think knowing that, that uh, learning takes stuff, uh, time and it takes, uh, you have to put down like the, the, the mileage. No, just knowing that, I think it's a nice feeling to, to, to come up with. Um, then it kind of disappears with uh, um, um, be, being a little bit uh, unsure uh, if you're ever gonna reach the points you wanna reach. Um, so that, that's kind of like how I always looked at it. Like if I just keep doing, doing new environment pieces over and over again, they're just going to get better. Nice. Nice. I think, sorry, um, your camera has gone blurry. Yeah, so sorry. I no. think it's the autofocus. Yeah. It's still not quite there yet. Let's see. We're having all kinds of technical difficulties today. Uh, let's I think see. I'm going to interruption and see if I can. When you got up, it um, went out of focus. Ah, there we go. Sorry about that. No problem. So, you know, you talk about mileage and putting in the work with your vegetation art, but, you know, you kind of put in the mileage after you got the job to a certain extent, right? I mean, you had to teach yourself the vegetation at the beginning 
to get that job and then you learned on the job yeah but uh, i kind of see it as uh, the nice thing is when you like um, i think uh, what you see a lot when you end up in the industry is that you kind of start easing up with your portfolio work and i think that's totally fine because you have eight hours every day where you're learning and i think we tend to forget that that every time every day is basic learning right um so for me of course like coming there first day uh, this studio was like newly open also and most people they hired was like people with uh, 10, 10 plus uh, years in the industry so that was kind of like uh, little me next to uh, these these guys but um, I would say after the first vegetation you got into to to the 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 world is starting to kind of lose up and you kind of understood kind of like how 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 things work and um um yeah i i i had a lot of fun just learning how a specialist works because i would say i tend to become uh, usually more of a generalist so i kind of wanted to get the feeling how how would a specialist work like a vegetation artist um and the learnings from that i'm i'm gonna always kind of like uh bring to other stuff yeah so tell me i'm super curious what's a typical day like for you i mean you may be working from home now like many of us are but um what is it how does it start out for you like do you have a routine you wake up you eat breakfast at a certain time and you know how do you do all that you do uh so i would say now when we work from home i'm kind of um well very focused on being outside so uh also uh, being also always in this room it feels a little bit like uh, the same so i tend to uh, always do a walk in the morning so it feels like i'm walking to a workspace uh i'm a i'm one of those people that like to come in early so i usually tend to try being at seven because then i we start at uh, 9:30 at fall damage um so I get my my two and a half hours there uh, of just doing uh, do more focused work because for me as a lead, when everyone is in, it's basically most mostly meetings and talking and and just looking uh, that everyone has what they they need and want. Uh, so my for me the the mornings are a bit special because then I can just do focused art. And that usually tend, uh, tends to be more towards concept art nowadays. What is it? What is it like to work for a studio like that um, as a lead artist? Do you get a concept, and then you have to um, flesh it out more? I mean, walk me through the the process of what a lead does. Yeah. So, uh, it was, like joining, I I didn't have I. I got a little bit like lead experience during stories, which was nice. I got to kind of like being um, um, lead over the specific levels. And what that intent was more kind of uh, talking to other, all the other um, disciplines and seeing that every discipline like audio design programmers that worked VFX artists uh, that works on uh, that level. Uh, kind of had the same uh, idea and kind of taking that information and, and uh, spreading it to all the other environment artists that are working on that. And now when it's more lead over kind of 
uh, the whole project uh, in our studio we get we get to do kind of like um, a little bit art direction also so our art director uh, who was at dice before he's very open for um, for the leads in every discipline to kind of do their thing and he just oversees that everything clicks uh, so for me it's a lot about uh, building the mood boards building kind of like the um, overall uh, overall arch of uh, a level or the world and um, um, I tend to also jump over to kind of helping uh, our concept artists to to fledge out the idea so uh, when design is done with a level usually it's just blocks and we need to kind of give those blocks a meaning uh, uh, and that's kind of like in you know, a whole sense of the level. So uh, looking from a bird's perspective in the beginning, so I built like a mood board from, from the whole level and then zooming in to the different uh, areas and then maybe just rooms. Um, and that, all that becomes kind of like concepts, ideas that then the environment team is taking over and, and making more gives give it more like fidelity and and make it playable in 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 unreal right so um what's the video game you're working i mean can you say what video game you're working on right now sadly not okay so maybe can we talk about one a previous one that you worked on maybe um maybe the avatar one mm -hmm. so um, when you were working on Avatar, I mean, I guess that one's so much more defined, though, because it was already a movie and there was a whole idea. So um, and then also Walking Dead was also there was some some visual references that were already created. So in a video game where, you know, a movie or a TV show or something doesn't exist around it, um, you're getting this information about, you know, for example, um, our character is a knight that lives in a castle. And the quest of this knight is to, you know, save the princess and has to defeat the dragon, mm. right? And you may get a storyline like that. And then you have to go in and decide, well, what type of castle do I want to make? And what do I want the, um, the arches to look like? Is it going to be 1600s or, you know, I mean, and then you kind of have a conversation with the other leads and flesh it out more or how does it work? Yeah, I would say that that discussion happens more in the in the concept group. So uh, we are kind of two concept artists. So I, I kind of partially work as a concept artist, I would say. And that that discussion happens between me and the concept artist. And then maybe our main art director jumps in also sometimes and, and gives his food for thoughts. Uh, but uh, usually we built built those ideas and and that would be kind of a mood board. So I spend a lot of time in Pinterest, Google, uh, Flickr, all those image search websites. Yeah. Uh, and I read a lot of articles and stuff like that. And I would say uh, that was to say, I did the same thing at, uh, at Starbreeze already. Like um, I started, uh, because that game takes place in Washington, DC, uh, in Georgetown. So my, morning every time coming to the studio was uh, picking up my coffee and then jumping into google drive and then just driving around in the area and then just picking out new ideas uh, uh, so i always liked doing that stuff 
Uh, and I think I always tor uh, tend to go towards that uh, uh, place more. And, and at uh, Avatar was the same kind of like trying to figure out vegetation and re reading about that and deep doing like a deep dive. Uh, so a lot of reading and understanding about the subject, I would say. Oh, I love that. I love how um, practical you got with uh, driving around Washington, D.C. Yeah. That's so smart. And also Pinterest, you know, it's kind of labeled as this place where um, women, you know, plan their weddings. But no, our video game, you know, creators are also in Pinterest. I, I would say I probably take most time in, in, in Pinterest uh, during the day. Pinterest and uh, like Blender modeling. It nice. would be kind of my most used uh, softwares. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so interesting. Do you have any other um, image uh, sourcing favorites? Mm, I started to use, I found uh, like a last week, I found that if you right click in Google image, you can use uh, Google Lens now. So you right click on a, a picture and that could be that castle you, you, you found from the 1600s. And then you right click and do Google Lens, and then it's gonna uh, read that image and give you the closest hits to it. And it's also gonna try to find that castle. Uh, so that's become super powerful. Uh, I found it kind of like two weeks ago or something, and it's my favorite new tool. Wow. Then maybe you, you do it on like a weird shape uh, of, uh, I don't know, cables or something, and you can get just weird cable pictures. This is a very good tool to just find new random pictures to feed feed your brain for for when you do like uh, concepts and stuff like that. Very cool. So then um, after you collect all of the inspiration images, which is probably where you spend most of your time is, you know, collecting the inspiration, then do you um, kind of give these images and explain the whole idea behind it to the artists that um, are below you maybe, or your juniors, um, and then you help to direct them into the right direction as a lead, or do you just go and start creating everything now? Uh, yeah, I would say we, we start with kind of like fleshing out the ideas of these images and making some like key art, you usually call it. So it's kind of like uh, those, usually the concept art you see on, on ArtStation, the, the, the cool ones. And those can usually be quite useful to, to hype the studio, like inside of the studio, but maybe also if you have uh, people that finance in your game, you can send those to kind of see what is coming uh, sooner. Uh, so usually that's gonna be the first focus to, to create those images. And then it's going to be like everyone is spreading out uh, uh, on different places. And uh, like you said, kind of uh, helping out, uh, finding more images, um, just like, uh, assisting on, on trying to solve the problems that might show up. Right. I would say for an environment artist, it's not always just about just creating uh, creating an image from a concept. I, I would say I... During my time as an environment artist, I have gotten maybe three concept art pictures. Um, so it's very rare you get like a concept specific, uh, very specific. So I think being good at uh, as an environment artist to to do your own research, I think that's always going to look uh, like your seniors and your 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 leads are always going to appreciate that. Like creating your own mood board. 
and maybe going through uh, your mo mood board with your lead and seeing are these images working? Am I understanding kind of the art direction? Uh, I think that stuff uh, is 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 uh, is usually uh, super uh, nice to see. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about um, how you found yourself being in this role of a mentor and what um, what that's like. Because I also know that. Um, for you, one of your passions about being an environment artist is being able to tell the story. So there's a connection element for you, I think, right? Yeah, like, uh, um, I would say like um, um, I started out as a lot of people just doing both characters and environment art, uh, but I ended up uh, leaning towards environment art and I would be it. Uh, because I feel like with environment art, uh, I can tell stories that happens in the now, but also uh, 10 minutes ago or 20 years ago. Uh, and you can have a lot of fun with that layering um, together with just creating interesting cons uh, kind of compositions and, and um, um, uh, places that a gamer wants to, to kind of Invest, investigate. So me personally, I, I like to play single play games now, kind of the walking simulators uh, is my kind of type of game where you can get lost in the world. Um, and that that's the same with like creating. I, I, I really like to build like scenes that, that uh, evoke a feeling of, I want to invest, investigate this place well, and what is it that, um, how do you do that? I mean, how do you evoke that feeling with the texture of the concrete or something, you know? I mean, uh, it can be like uh, uh, that you see, I would say a lot of ideas I would just pick from from, from daily life or from, from Google or, or Google, Google streets like, um, uh, I like I told you with uh, Walking Dead, uh, going every morning in Georgetown with Google Street, you get a lot of stories there. It can be like out outside of the uh, uh, the, the fruit store, there is uh, a fruit delivery, and some of the, the like the boxes have been uh, um, dropped or something like that. Um, so 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 looking at that stuff, but then also kind of like. Uh, looking how how weather and uh, how time kind of creates uh, layers of of um, of telling. Like, um, is this place has this place a lot of vegetation? Yeah, then you're gonna have like uh, leaves and stuff like that that's starting to accumulate. Or or is this a very busy place uh, at a certain place where maybe a lot of tourists is? And then maybe you get like uh, brochure like. Uh, um, like newspapers and stuff like that. Uh, so, I think uh, I think those those simple stories can also sometimes uh, uh, add like add layers on top of all of these, and then kind of sprinkle out some smaller fun stories. Uh, I would say is kind of my my way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and then it's always fun to kind of uh, put in secret Easter eggs. Uh, which is uh, uh, another layer of that. Oh yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. 
Um, so tell me a little bit about um, being a mentor and what that experience has been like for you. Yeah, so I I felt like um, after after doing the the focus with meditation and then uh, start looking towards lead and stuff like that, I felt like um, the next the next phase would be to kind of like start to teach and kind of give back a little bit. I think uh because I, I i went to to something similar to vertex school when i was at university so i didn't learn so much during my university and when i kind of thought about going to ubisoft or the biggest studios i didn't feel like i had what it be was was what was needed all my knowledge was from my indie studio and that was uh just a lot of try and error so i went to so yeah, like a like a mentorship, uh, and that gave me a lot. So I kind of always knew that I kind of wanted to do the same uh, back. Um, and then I would say for me, it's um, very inspiring to do it now. Uh, every time I see finished pieces or the starting off or the 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 mid side like the mid time uh, of students, it's kind of like uh, makes me my um, myself pick up. Uh, scenes and start working on and uh, especially when qu questions comes up and uh, I don't have maybe always the answers uh, I have to to think about it and and learn it myself and then maybe a student comes with an idea or a result I never thought about so I I, I really cherish that also yeah I mean I guess you know there's that saying about like if you want to the best way to learn is to teach as well right so i mean it's a two-way street it sounds like in many ways so that's really cool i know a lot of students really like you and they've mentioned you a lot so oh, thanks yeah i wanted to hear kind of more about that but you know um you know it's interesting because like going from you know high school i guess high school in sweden is typical like any high school around the world you kind of have to do your english math science all the the core subjects and then you knew you had a little bit of an interest in art but not maybe not that much um took some time you know following your passions into film and it's so interesting because if you could there's no way you would have seen yourself at this no. destination right not at all yeah, yeah. so what what do you what, what what advice do you have to people in high school you know like kind of trying to figure it out or you know or maybe even they they might be older you know still trying to figure it out but um mm -hmm. you know what was the path for you because it was not a specific clear path yeah i think it's it's always uh hard to say uh how to do exactly i would say for me a lot of aha moment for me was to start listening to kind of podcasts or reading books uh, about just people that talk about their passion. Um, because then you can also read about like the struggles and stuff like that and the doubts and stuff like that, because I think we all are going to get them uh, at some point. So I had them during my university in the end there when I was in my indie studio, but I felt like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not good enough to go to a Ubisoft or a other more realistic studio. Um, but then I start listening to, to podcasts, watching uh, Twitch streams and stuff like that. 
uh, where people that have made it in my eyes uh, uh, talk about their experience and um, uh, so I would say um, that that really helped me um, and nowadays like when I started there was no podcast for for video games so I had to improve improvise and listen to maybe uh, uh, people that are writing no- novels or 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 work in the movie industry, but then kind of like apply that to video games or um, just hearing people that has a passion for something uh, talk that kind of gave me gave me uh, the clarification that I want to do that too. Yeah, and maybe some of the fuel for it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's so interesting, you know, talking about, um, you know, hearing people talk about their passions and overcoming doubt. So, I mean, for you, what was your process of overcoming the doubts that you have, like any artist, right? Is, is this good enough for, um, I would say for me, it was, um, putting myself out there. Um, like I said, I didn't have an art station like a half year before I, or a portfolio before I, like a half year before I knew uh, that I'm going to start applying. Um, so that was just scary, like going on art station and seeing all that stuff. Um, so I start being in communities, posting my stuff, just putting it out there, uh, using Instagram, posting my stuff and just getting kind of comfortable showing stuff that are is maybe not uh, done in a certain uh, sense of me not being done as an artist or or being where where maybe you need to be to to get a job but just posting it and and kind of like being comfortable that, uh, with that kind of uh, helped me take away the fear a little bit uh, from it i i start to join a lot of comp- uh, like challenge and composition uh, competitions and stuff like that also so kind of working with other environment artists on the same subject was kind of like a, a quite inspiring thing also to do. Yeah. So um, so just half a year, I mean, you like you were saying, about six months you had um, maybe set up your art station before you started applying to mm-hmm. jobs. Um, so that's really incredible. And did you did you experience um, rejection too because so far it sounds like everything that you touch turned to gold (laughs) no (laughs) I would say I think with all of that it's a lot of luck um so so what I did was I applied to Ubisoft and I didn't get an answer so Ubisoft massive Uh, and then I applied to Starbreeze and I was lucky that they they were hiring like crazy because they they had one year left on working on Walking Dead. And uh, when I joined, there was nothing. So they just hired like crazy. So me applying at that point, just that that point where they just needed a lot of people kind of helped me getting that first job. And I would say of the first job, a lot is also contacts. So uh, I knew some people at Ubisoft and they kind of put my name into the pool um, uh, and that's how I got that job. So I would say um, uh, a, a big, a big part of uh, of uh, of uh, getting jobs in the industry, uh, especially like the second one, is more uh, about being a, a like a good team player when you are at the job, 
and being kind of a yeah just a nice person to work around because then people when they leave that company and join another uh, they're going to put your name into the pool and um, um, yeah that kind of uh, helped me with uh, with the Ubisoft uh, job I would say and then with fall damage um, yeah uh, during that time I kind of uh, I I I knew that I didn't want to do AAA anymore with uh, with uh, doing the avatar project. Uh, I did some division also, and I felt like, yeah, that's that's enough for me. I kind of uh, was looking back towards um, Starbeast type of uh, studio, uh, like mid-sized studio instead, because I had the most fun there. Um, and that's why I, I start uh, looking towards uh, those studios instead. Um, so I think I think in the end, uh, uh, I uh, I was was extremely lucky with uh, with the Starbreeze uh, situation, and uh, after that, usually, like I said, it's a lot about just uh, contacts and being being a good um, um, good person to work around. Yeah, the last question I kind of wanted to ask you about is. The metaverse, you know, what do you think about all this metaverse talk? And especially as somebody who's in this industry, you know, what are your predictions about it? Uh, I, w- I would lie if I, I would say, say that I have a good prediction. Um, I think it's very early on now. Um, so you're probably going to see similar to VR or especially like mobile uh, that you're going to have a lot of money in it, like Evolve. So, um, I think it's just going to create a lot of jobs, uh, probably, with new startups. Um, uh, I mean, it, when you listen to it, it's like the sky is the limit. But I think we 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 thought about that also with uh, 3D glasses in cinema, VR. But what we learned is that that takes it takes time, uh, especially when uh, something like completely new is coming. Uh, I would say my hope is that maybe one day we can have uh, some sense of uh, interactable movies would be maybe mm-hmm. a dream for me. And that would be kind of like uh, if I close my eyes and hope for something with the metaverse, it's maybe not the social media aspect of it. Uh, it's more about kind of like um, could we create something that is more uh, um, merging video games and movies. Um, maybe even doing it for people that are usually not using that. So uh, maybe old people that uh, can't travel anymore and they can visit their hometown they were born in uh, and stuff like that. Um, so I think, yeah, I think, uh, I hope that uh, uh, that uh, the ideas are going to be broad with it and not it's not only going to be kind of like. Uh, um the simple simple ideas like uh, uh um, chat rooms and stuff like that but it's probably yeah. going to start with uh, with the chat rooms and uh, um, a little bit like sim- similar to connect games or vr games uh it's going to be a lot of try and error in the beginning um and then also you know as a digital artist yourself i mean what do you what do you think about nfts have you made any are you going down that path at all? 
No, I, I'm I'm more of the person with the popcorns. I'm uh, sitting back and looking, looking at what's happening. Uh, I think now it's it's a little bit. Uh, everyone is jumping on it and just doing it for 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 the money's sake. Uh, I think for me, uh, in my time right now, I'm I I lean more towards just focus on being an artist and kind of learning art. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm still like, like, uh, uh, prefer just, uh, the creation of art right now. I don't have to kind of like, uh, all the stuff I'm doing, I don't have to, 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 to get money for it. I, I still have fun to do, just do portfolio pieces without having to, to get something from it. Like, um, 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 right now I'm more towards kind of like learning uh illustrations and stuff like that so that takes up all my time um so i'm almost now going back going going away a little bit from the digital and and uh, looking into kind of like illustrating for children's books and stuff like that um and i think uh, i think it it might be also a little bit like i'm spending all my time in the digital world uh then it's like yeah you uh, after a while, uh, long, long, longing for the non-digital world, world also, uh, and I see, I see some artists, senior artists that are kind of like, after a while, maybe uh, leaning towards doing uh, classical painting and stuff like that instead, and uh, that that might become also a thing for for a lot of people. Yeah. What are you doing to teach yourself illustration? Are you using books? Are you using uh, online tutorials? Or are you just playing around on your own? Uh, so I would say the nice thing is when you uh, go through uh, kind of the, the learning of environment art, you can just jump over all the mistakes um, and uh, kind of learn. Uh, you kind of know a little bit better how to learn. So I would say it's a combination about just uh, collecting the best, but best tutorials I can find, together with just uh, mileage. So, just doing over and over again. So I started that, and then it was about picking a project. So last year, last year I did my first uh, children's book, and that kind of put myself on a uh, yeah. This has to be good because it's my name is on it. Uh, um, but I, I feel like uh, I just started still. Um, so uh, uh, I would say now I just need to do book two and three and four basically. And then it's gonna feel like I learned it. Uh, but it's fun to do something that's outside from daily work also, I think. Yeah, and how do you have time to do it? Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, right now it's, uh, it's not uh, so much uh, be, being kind of like uh, doing on going on concerts and stuff like that. Uh, so I would say Corona time for me has been a little bit like going back to being a student, like uh, all the closing down and stuff like that. Uh, I know my luck in it and I don't take that for granted. Like uh, I know how lucky I am that I can work from basically wherever I want. Um, and I can kind of use the time where I don't have to commute or, or stuff like that to kind of, uh, um, yeah, learn. But I would say for me, it's also, I, I don't, instead of playing maybe video games, I, I do the drawing now. 
that would be maybe where I find the time. Um, but yeah, um, it takes time. It, like took a year for for that first book to to from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jacob, it's been super great talking to you. I really appreciate you taking the time to give us a look into your world. And um, I can't wait for you to have uh, less of that uh, wet snow and more of the sunshine. Yeah, but, uh, are you calling it slush in America? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's good for artwork. We have a joke in Sweden. If you're uh, being chased by a Swede, you just have to jump over sludge, then the Swede is going to run away. And yeah, totally. It's, um, yeah, but um, it's starting to get brighter here. So, <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Well, um, make sure to post all of um, the new images on um, your Instagram and ArtStation so we can see all of these uh, cool new projects that you're working on. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm finishing up some environment art also now. So, um, stuff is going to come up now in, in January and February. Okay, fantastic. Look forward to seeing it. Thanks again. Take Thanks care. Thanks for having me. Yeah, bye. Bye. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to this. And I want to ask just two things of you. Number one, make sure to leave a comment or rank this wherever you are listening to it on Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Really makes a difference in helping us get the word out about this industry and about what we do. Number two, make sure you visit vertexschool.com to learn more about what programs we offer in this area as a creative and for artists who are looking to jumpstart their career and discover a new industry. Again, thank you so much for listening. We're accepting applications right now, so I look forward to hearing from you soon.